Hey there, adventurers. Damien the DM here with a quick note about this episode. This episode was remastered and re-released in 2021 as part of an ongoing remaster project. The audio has been recut, and music, ambience, and sound effects have all been revamped. Thank you so much to all of our Patreon supporters who have helped make this possible. Now let's get on with the show. This episode of Adventures in Aurelia is brought to you by Gabe and Jeff of Interparty Conflict. If you'd like to join them in supporting the show, go to adventuresinarelia.com slash Patreon. Hello, and welcome to Adventures in Aurelia, a podcast where five friends sit around the table and record themselves playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Damien, and I'm the DM. I'm Krista, and I play Ariel, who is a divine soul sorceress. I'm Chris, and I play Rim, a human paladin. I'm Chantel, and I play Kanina, a tiefling sorceress. And I'm Caitlin, I play Nixie, a gnome bard. And as these intros might give away, we are playing our new campaign arc, the first leg of our Aurelian epic campaign. So, normally we would have a plug here. And this episode, I'm going to plug us. Woohoo! Shameless self promotion! Because one thing that I would really love listeners to do is if they're liking what we're doing, to share our episode, tell some friends, get some more people into this crazy DD adventure that we do. Word of mouth is the best way to share our brand steal your friends phones put it on there steal your parents phones put it on there your parents don't even know about it anyway and email us at feedback at adventures please i'd like to hear from you guys because sometimes i feel like we produce this for ghosts because i see the download numbers they keep going up but i've only heard from like three of our listeners ever you've heard from people oh yeah we got gabe and then i got a co-worker that listens and I got Gabe. Gabe <laughs> listens. Dave from Four Orbs said that he lis- he's catching up on us right now. So let's move into our story after that shameless promotion that went a little longer than expected. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are all in Riven's Guild of Adventures. You're in the Guild Hall. You guys completed your last major mission for the Guild. Having only lost 50% of the party. Yet you guys had a lot of other fledgling members from the guild that you lost along the way. But you were able to pull through just fine. Losing your somewhat leader, Karim, right at the end on the home stretch from some bugbears that attacked from out in the woods. But you brought back this axe that upon presenting to the guild leaders you learned was extremely evil. It gave off a very evil aura. And for now, they have confiscated it. And you guys have some time kind of to yourselves and have elected to track down the makers of some amulets that you guys found while rooting through the caves. We're heading to Dwarven Lands. Yes, your your current goal was to to head up to Sterengeld, which is a dwarven stronghold up in the north, which is going to involve 
hopping on a boat and sailing from Riven up the coast to the north. But you guys had your debrief and it's night and all of you are returning to your rooms. When do we get on the boat? You guys get on the boat when, as a group, you decide to get on the boat. You could get on the boat tomorrow. You could get on the boat in a week. We should probably talk about this. Probably, you know, two sessions from now. (laughs) (laughs) I believe we had said we wanted like a couple days last time because we wanted to sell our stuff and then recollect and then leave. I would like to sleep. Well, it sounds like Nixie wants to grab everyone before you all return to your rooms. I just wanted to see when we were going to get on the boat. Grab your party members and have a conversation. Apparently, Apparently Rem's already asleep. Grouchy Rem doesn't care two shits of what everybody else is He's doing. He's at half health, beat up. He'd like to go sleep for a little while. He just spent the last few days in a cave. I guess we could talk in the morning. Nixie's going to go play a set at the tavern, because that's how she relaxes. And seeing that Nixie's on her way out, Kanina will go ahead and follow her. Ariel's probably tagging along with Nina then. So Rem immediately goes to pass out the grunchy old bastard. Oh, yes. man. And the three of you make your way to the nearby tavern. Yep. Wow, guys, I can't believe we completed our first mission. <laughs> I can't believe we're all alive. Yeah, that was um, that was pretty crazy. W- would you go to the nearest bar, the nearest tavern to the guild hall? Depends. Is the nearest tavern the one that uh, we previously had a performance at? <laughs> Uh, probably. We go to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> sure, spread the love. Are you going to a the a higher class, middle class? Um, probably the second closest one to the guild, so probably, I'm guessing, would it be like middle class then? Well, would you steer away from like, you're, you're in a big like merchant and seafaring city, so you have kind of a mix of like higher class ritzy merchant class establishments and then you have things that are clearly geared more towards the sailors and the boat workers one of those those sound fun (laughs) i mean nixie's kind of making the plan here so you're gonna lead towards one of these kind of lower sailory type ones yeah they tend to give better tips a little bit more of a rambunctious cloud. They like to get into estimate. They're drinking. Yeah, they're drunk. <laughs> they're drunk. Tipping. So you make your way to a bar that is the Fisherman's Hook. Riven's built on a bay, and it sits kind of by a fishing, like a big fishing pier on the like bay side of the town. So you're like on the inside of the bay in Riven. Nixie. I don't know. Makes arrangements with the barkeep to play? Question mark. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to make me roleplay asking to play. It's something that I've kind of always just said. I get up on stage and I play. Is Nixie just going to get on to the stage and start pulling out her fiddle? Yes. Okay. Kanina will start clapping and be like, break a leg, Nixie! Nixie, as you get up on stage and start uncasing your fiddle, tuning, playing a couple notes, a few of the bar's patrons turn your way. You can see some quizzical looks on their faces. The bar itself was kind of loud. There wasn't any previous music playing. You didn't just try and steal the stage from anybody. So you've got some quizzical sailor types kind of eyeing you across the bar. They... No one's really kind of gathered in front of you as this happens. They're just, they, they just kind of turn and, oh, she's going to play. How's the lighting? 
terrible. I'm going to use light and put a spotlight on her. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> yep. <laughs> this actually draws a lot more attention as suddenly You're a welcome. bright light <laughs> shines over the stage and people that weren't already looking turn and look at the bar. I'm sure Kanina's just like the lone one clapping and cheering, be like, you can do it. Woo. So even before she's played a single note, Kanina's already over there. Just like, yay. <laughs> Pretty much. This is actually probably Ariel's first time listening, you know, going to one of her performances. Probably. Yeah. I think I was always, I always went to my room. Well, yeah. You've only been, you, you got here like a day before your mission. So you've yeah. only been around to go to like one show and you opted out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you were kind of secluding yourself away. <laughs> and then now that we've been through our adventures together, you decided to tag on. I'm sure if She's you didn't, up. then uh, Nina would have probably dragged you along anyways. Yeah. <laughs> she figured she would keep you from grabbing her wrist and just tag along. <laughs> what kind of music are you choosing to play for these people? Raucous and loud. Go ahead and enroll said proposed performance check with advantage. You've got a spotlight! <laughs> Oh boy, this is gonna go well. Uh oh. Can I turn in my DM's inspiration for another one? That bad? Okay, yeah. That's a lot worse. Oh no! <laughs> no. Oh no! <laughs> the angle I was looking at it looked like a 19, but um, 13 then. As you're playing, a few people come over to the table that Ariel and Kanina are at and sit down with their mugs of ale. But you're noticing that a lot of the bar is kind of turned and gone back to their conversations and back to their drinks. And one of the the patrons that has joined you guys leans on the table and just, you know this girl? Oh yeah, she's our best buddy. She's really good. You're going to love her stuff. Really good, you say? Yeah. I don't know if I agree, but... We've we've been away for a while, so she's just getting back into the flow. She's been more... Takes takes a long draw while you're talking. Well, we've heard worse, haven't we? Yeah, I've heard worse before. Oh, come on now. She's she's good. She'll get into the mood. Come on, Nixie, you can do it. (laughs) I'll take your word for it. And he puts his, his tank down, pulls out a long pipe, and starts packing some tobacco. Nixie, go ahead and give me another performance check, this time without advantage. 13 again. These couple guys give you another song or two, and then you see them stand up. Well, I think we're going to go find another bar to hang out in. Oh, no. I don't think she'd keep playing. You're not doing terrible. You're just not drawing a crowd. Like you were when you were rolling 25s. Does there seem to be somebody there that seems to be like the head honcho of the joint or uh, the most popular table or anything like that? <laughs> like somebody, if we like got him encouraged to really join the music that everybody would kind of get more interested. You could go talk to the barkeep and make some sort of attempt. But Nixie, these couple guys are going to throw you a total of three silver into your fiddle case. You see them drain their mugs, leave them on the table with Ariel and Kanina and head to the door. Bye, guys. Uh, bye, I guess. Kanina's going to go ahead and walk on up and uh, give Nixie two gold. Donate to her. Are you trying to be sneaky about it? No. Okay. She's like donating. She always gives to the yeah. cause. How yeah. much does... uh? 
a mug of ale cost? A few silver. And how many people are there? There are seven other people in the bar after these guys have left. Okay, so Ariel's going to get up and go ring the bell. (laughs) So Ariel stands up and walks over to the physical bell that's up on the end of the bar. (laughs) And patrons at the bar kind of... They don't really pay much attention as she walks towards the bar, but as she turns and walks to the bell itself, the eyes in the bar just start going, hmm? Before I <laughs> ring it, um, I announce, uh, this round's on me if you go and take a look at my friend, enjoy her live music, <laughs> or something like that. Something along those lines. <laughs> she gets up and says something along those lines and then rings the bell. Roll me a persuasion check. Let's see. Let's see how much you fumble over your words since you're not actually coming up with something to say. 12. You, you get up there, say your piece about, let's go, go pay some attention to the person playing the fiddle at the front of the bar and just start hammering on this bell. And they, 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 they see a reach up for it. And it's like, yeah, free prayer. <laughs> The bartender walks over to you. So you've rung the bell. What do you be buying for them all, huh? A round of ale for everybody. For everybody? Does everybody include me? Sure. He looks around. That'll run you about two gold. Okay. I'm give him two gold. I thank ye for your business. Everybody! Drinks are on her. Come get your free beer. He starts getting mugs ready. I walk back over to the table that we're sitting pretty close to her, right? Yeah. Yeah. And just start like clapping to the beat of her song. I don't sit though, I stand. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, yeah, Kanita's probably standing as well after she kind of tipped her two two gold and she'll be like, oh, Nixie, Nixie, I have a song request. In total, only about, there's four people that actually come over to the front of the stage. None of them sit, they all stand with their ale in hand drinking from their mug. Nina's going to be like, play like a song that describes kind of what we did. Make our epic. On the spot. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go grab your beer or your ale and bring it up to you because you're one of the people. Are you going to feed it to me too? <laughs> <laughs> In between songs, maybe you could have some, get some drunken inspiration. <laughs> Nixie is going to finish her song. And then chug her beer before continuing to. <laughs> That's my kind of girl right there. Flips flips uh, five silver pieces into your fiddle case. Ooh. It's basically just bought you another ale. My characters have a um, history of being heavy drinkers, <laughs> but also being really good at holding their liquor. <laughs> so the night carries on. I feel like it's not so much that Nixie starts doing better as the night goes on, but people start to drink more as the night goes on and start to, some people start to really kind of groove with it. It might just be that she's not playing quite the music that this establishment would have wanted. Nixie is in true bard fashion, trying to come up with a, a song to explain their epic journey that they just went on. All right, would you like to roll up a, per, or a uh, performance check on that? How truthful is your tale? 
Oh, it's flamboyant as all hell. All right. <laughs> and I rolled a 23. Go ahead and roll a deception with advantage. Okay, well, that's a 19. Oh. So 23. So the night is starting to draw out and Nixie plays this long epic tale, like a, a song that's taken 10 minutes to get across. And as it continues on, the people that were already there are like drawn in. The rest of the bar comes to the front to get a better hear of this story, realizing that she's not just playing a fiddle now, but she is telling a story of adventure and has really caught their ears. As you wrap up for the night, there's a large round of applause from everyone in the bar, including the barkeep at the back. And you end up making a grand total of seven gold from all the patrons. A grand total? So that includes the two that I already got from Kanina? Or? No, not counting what Kanina gave you. So a, a total of nine then. I made nine gold and eight silver tonight. Nice. And you guys are now going to make your way back to the guild hall. Rem. Yeah. You've returned to your room for the night, ready to take it easy and catch up on some much-needed sleep. Yep. Strip out of his armor, sit on the edge of his bed for a minute, kind of rub his face, his growing seven o'clock shadow, and then he'll uh, stare out the window for a minute and then lay back in bed and pass out. No prayer before bed tonight? No. Go ahead and roll me a wisdom saving throw. That'd be an eight. Rem, you fall asleep. You're having a very restless sleep. Tossing and turning, not getting a very good sleep. Like you're you're probably not going to feel as well rested as you wake up as you would like for having turned in so early. As you're sleeping, you start to have nightmares of your time back at the fort of the time that the bandits overran your outpost and began killing all of the members that you were in charge of back then. As this dream fades out, you kind of fade into another dream. And now you are seeing you with your current party returning to Riven. You guys are walking through the woods and you see a group of bugbears run out and maul Karim to death in front of you. no! You could have stopped this. And you wake up hearing that as your dream ends. Start away. Sit up real quick. Look around. Take a minute to figure out where he is. You're in your bed, probably covered in a cold sweat. Half of your covers are thrown off to the side. He's just going to sit on the edge of his bed and kind of put his head in his hands and then just sit there for a minute like still replaying that in his head but trying to think of like you know he missed something or if you know he could have seen what was going on all right go ahead and roll a religion's a skill roll a religion check that'd be a six though you can't fully place this the voice sounds familiar but you're not sure where you've heard it before Right at the end of your dream, that voice that you heard sounds vaguely familiar, but you're not sure where you've heard that. Okay. Or why a seemingly 
unconnected voice would have spoken to you now that you vaguely remember hearing before. After a few minutes, he'll stand up and walk over to the wash basin in the room and kind of splash his face with cold water. And you you have a window in your room, so you see that the sun is not quite risen yet. It's just early morning. It would be like two o'clock in the morning, two, three o'clock. Okay. So the the sky is just barely starting to get that that bluer tinge instead of just a black sky above you. After washing off his face and everything, he'll go back and light a candle and sit down in his bed again on the edge. He'll pull the book out of the the pocket that he usually keeps it in and flip through it randomly. What's in this book? It's a journal. It's not even his, it's somebody else's, but you know, like so it's got pages of a of a guy talking about his life at the fort, being excited to be there and then talking about things they did and people he knows and then near the back is just a list of names that Rim has written into it. Um, but several of the pages are actually you can only read part of them or half of them or unreadable at all as they're completely uh, coated and soaked with blood. So you flip through this journal, flipping through the random pages. Yeah, he's just kind of staring at it more than he's reading it. Like He knows it back to front. Like, you know, it's not a Bible, but it would be, you know, he read it enough times that he knows it. And then the only thing that he's changed is in the back, there's pages of just a list of names. And that's, you know, he'll sit there and kind of stare at it for a little while until morning comes. So he's not going to go back to sleep? I don't think he could right now. Okay. So, the three girls all return to the guild hall. How late do you think you guys would have stayed out? Probably right around the time that Rem's waking up. So you're probably coming back about two o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Do you guys have any sort of conversation along the way? Beyond the usual, that was great! (laughs) That kind of thing. Imagine we'd be a little tired, you know, after we'd been out all day and getting back to town. And so this was just kind of the liven our spirits up a little bit. Just, you know, tired, drunk, giggling sort of stuff. So you all make your way to your rooms and, and pass out, sleep through the night. Ariel probably just follows suit, seeing what everybody else is doing and just copying because this was a whole new experience for her. <laughs> Social interaction. Oh my gosh. She was enlightened in many ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you know, just be like, oh, good night, guys. See you in the morning. We sleep yeah. now? <laughs> so I imagine having not gone back to sleep, Rem is just awake as the sun rises. Is he yeah. going to head head downstairs pretty much at the first sign of sunrise? Yeah, he'll, as he hears, like, you know, the hustle and bustle of things picking up, he'll head downstairs, probably grab, like, a quick breakfast or something, you know, maybe some oatmeal and some water, eggs, and then maybe uh, go outside when it's still brisk and cool before the sun's fully come up and do like a light jog. So is he going to go out into the town? No, he'd probably just stick around like, I mean like... Wait, is he going to go outside into town or is he going to jog around the training ground? No, he'd probably go like outside and do like a jog from like the front of the gill down the main street to like the ba- the bridge and back again a couple times. Okay. You know, unarmored and everything. And especially having not gone back to sleep as you're jogging through the streets, you kind of are remembering all of the, the large crowd of people that was gathered out here in the middle of the night just a few days ago. The sound of the bell tolling, people up on the wall getting ready to fire arrows at an impending threat. 
you know, he's probably like replaying a lot of images of not just that battle, but battles previous in his head, like you know, having flashbacks. It would take a lot to like actually break him out of. And this one would probably come across to him as a little lighter than the dream that he had before because you guys were successful in fighting off the army that was trying to attack. The group of kobolds and goblins that were coming down upon the city were turned around largely at Rem's lead. Yeah, but a lot of the things that are going to like pop out in his mind are the times that he didn't succeed, like the boulder that fell and the bugbears, the map going over the edge of the cliff. The living map. And the map bearer. But like those times will pop out in his head and he'll kind of, he'll spend, you know, probably a, a, an unhealthy amount of time brooding over each of those. Each time kind of analyzing in his head, like what could he, he have done if he had been able to do something, if he missed something. And slowly at each lap, there's more and more people entering the streets. You, you, when you start, there's less than a dozen people, but by the time you wrap up, there's a regular flow of people in and out of the city heading down to the docks so he'll head back into the guild once it's gotten kind of eventually what would get him to stop is that there are too many many people people. to really continue running yeah and then he'll go in and find a place to wash yeah there would be uh regular like community guild bathrooms or washrooms just go and take a shower whatever they have Uh, cold water (laughs) And the rest of you all would sleep through the night and wake up at two in the afternoon. No, uh, <laughs> Kanina would probably get up fairly early, maybe like an hour later than she would normally get up, but she'd still get up in, in the morning, you know, fairly so four early. o'clock. <laughs> so yeah, she'd probably go about her morning routines and stuff as she hears people kind of getting up and that kind of thing. Because Kanina needs to keep her exercise going. Is she going to head out on her own? Is she going to try and get any of the other girls? Uh, no, she's used to kind of doing her morning routine, and she knows, like, other people like to sleep in, so... Yeah, she'll go down to the courtyard and probably do her laps around the courtyard, do her usual push-ups and all that kind of thing, and dodge a few things. Kanina, the buffest sorcerer in the guild. Pretty much. For those of you who don't know, she has a strength of 17. <laughs> and the rest of you? Um, well, Ariel's usually waking up bright and early for morning prayers. However, she's not done the whole late night party thing. So she's probably really tired waking up um, as the sun is entering her room. So she does her this morning getting tidy and I'd say she probably goes and gets breakfast while you're coming down. So you guys only sleep for like four hours tonight then? Pretty much. Um, Both of you go ahead and roll a constitution saving throw. Great. Nixie's getting her full eight Ooh. hours. 19 plus 6. 25? Uh, 18. So both of you surprisingly managed to come out of this slumber feeling largely okay. You'd feel a little groggy, but not enough to have to take a level of exhaustion today. Well, like I said, like, Kanina's used to being a light sleeper in my mind, so she's just so full of energy. So she slept in a little bit. So I think that while I'm eating breakfast, I probably would have seen you... So if Ariel saw you in the morning, she probably would have asked where you're going and asked to join you in training. Oh, morning, Ariel. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm just going to do my morning training. Do you want to come along? Training like physical workout or training like spells? Both. You got to keep both the spells and the physical body up. Strong mind, strong spirit, all of that. She looks at your abs. Yeah, I'd like to come and 
uh, practice my spells. I'll try to do the body stuff, but I'm not sure I can keep up with you. <laughs> no problemo. We'll, we'll handle it. <laughs> well, let's go down. Ariel and Kanina make their way out to the training grounds. Lift some weights, do some stretches, do some crunches, throw a couple firebolts. Ariel mimics uh, Nina as much as she can. <laughs> Ariel, go ahead and uh, roll just a strength saving throw. Oh, great. 16. You're doing a uh, pretty good job at keeping up with most of Kanina's workouts because her daily routine probably doesn't involve like lifting to the max. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then Kanina will probably just like help you out. Like those like, correct your posture like this a little bit. And then it'll be like, wham. <laughs> Nixie, what do you do when you wake up? Um, she, she slept for eight hours. About 10 would be when she'd wake up. Brunch. So she goes out for brunch? Bloody Marys. I'm sorry we don't have that for you. Well, why not? We don't serve alcohol to the guild. That's what the bars in town are for. <sighs> Your guild dues cover eating a meal at every mealtime, but they do not cover your leisure activities like drinking. You're no a fun. Lot. <laughs> she pulls out a flask. I was going to say, you probably <laughs> have a flask on you. Just give me some tomato juice then. <laughs> it's the bacon you're infused. Talking to gives you a plate with a couple tomatoes on it. Yeah, she's gonna go out to the outside. Which outside? The courtyard or outside of the guild hall? Uh, the courtyard. Depending on how long they're they're out there training, you might actually still run into Ariel and Kanina outside. That's the goal. She run into Ariel and Kanina outside. Nina, how long do we train for? I would imagine that Kanina normally trains for about an hour, but because she has someone else with her who's not used to doing physical stuff, she probably slows down a little bit. We chat a little bit and it takes a little longer, so probably about a couple hours. It sounds like they'd probably still be wrapped up before you get yeah, out to the court. That'd still only be like 8, 8.30 eight at the most. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think we probably, after we got done training, probably went back and like sat down and chit-chatted while we waited for everybody else to wake up and find us? We're probably in the uh, the breakfast area, just kind of chatting and nibbling and stuff They're like that. watching Nixie try and order yeah. a drink. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like... <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so we'll go with that. That When you kind of came down into the breakfast area, you did your thing. We didn't notice you at first. And then... <laughs> Look at her try to order. Once I see Ariel giggling over there, Kanina <laughs> will turn around and be like, oh, morning, Nixie. <laughs> she go sit with them. Morning, Nixie. You're still a little itchy. Yeah, you still have fleas. Oh, shoot. I never took a shower. She's going to sit down and be like, oh, oh, God. Yeah, sorry about that. I'll go shower. She's going to go shower. It's not like we really exactly said we bathed after our long trip home either. <laughs> you never smell yourself. They've been sweating all morning. It's a good time for everyone to go take a shower. And then where are we supposed to go back and meet with the guild leaders? anymore or are Maybe we we're supposed to just like do our shopping figure out what we want to do and load a boat yeah they told us to let them know when we were ready to head off i think and then because they are they're weird they're doing some more research on the acts and all that and then basically yeah they definitely have some time that they need to spend studying over the stuff that you guys brought them trying to figure out what it all means what it's all connected to and you were pretty much told to to let them know when you guys were ready to go and they would keep 
kind of an eye out for your return so that when you guys return, if they are ready, they will send for you right away. So I think before uh, Ariel went up to take a shower, she probably would have been like, I'm going to go grab a shower, but I'd really like to go to the shop to get some more sorcery type things and some potions before we leave. Oh, yeah, that's definitely part of the plan. We'll we'll head out soon. All right. We can do like a shopping trip together. Let's do a buddy shopping trip. Are you in on this, Nixie? Sure, why not? All right. And then she goes up to take a shower. Nixie will also go shower. Yeah, I guess it can be no fault. We'll just go to the shower. Ariel goes to take a shower, and then like two minutes later, the other two walk into the room. <laughs> a couple hours would pass. You guys have all bathed. At any time, have you guys tried to get everyone back together? Um, can you know, keep her eye out for Rem, but she's not going to go actively searching for him quite yet until we're kind of all dressed and ready and just about to head out. So at some point, it sounds like they will find you, Rem. After bathing, he probably would have gone back to his room, changed into some clean clothing, and then probably gone to, like, if not the mess hall, wherever the, the gathering place is. So you've got the mess hall and you've got the guild entrance. Either way, eventually you'd find everybody. Hi, Ram! Oh, God. <laughs> Hello, Nina. Hey, fellow leader of mine. We're going to go out and shop. You want to come with? Shop? Yeah, we have to resupply. It's still some of this old stuff that we have. Get some potions, health potions. Yeah. Just some general restocking before we decide to head out on another adventure. Did we keep anything we needed to actually sell? You guys have some gems, I believe, that you could try and exchange out. I thought the gems were in the treasure trunk that we gave to the guild, and then the guild gave us some money from it. I think Nixie has some gems that were separate from everyone else. So Nixie has some, some extra stuff to sell, but the rest of you have the couple hundred gold that you guys all have. In town, is there anywhere we can get, like, better than average gear? Better than what we have? Or even average gear, because Ariel needs a quarterstaff. I don't have any sort of sorcerer or anything. <laughs> Kanina has a whip. I want to buy an actual cloak, not this flea thing. Speaking of, as a result of your shower, go ahead and roll a constitution saving throw. Oh, no. Nine. Yeah, you still feel a bit itchy <laughs> after the shower. Is there such thing as like a a potion that I could put on me like we put on the back of the neck of a cat? <laughs> Do I notice the fleas like in the itching? Like You might notice her scratch every once in a while without really understanding why. What are you doing? My head is so itchy. I think I forgot to get the soap all out. My question is, what did you do with the cowl that you had? Like the little rag thing? Did you put it back on? <laughs> I would have put on new stuff. I wouldn't have put on dirty stuff, especially since I washed. That's what I was wondering. I was just like, I know that was what you had like for a little while. Did you keep that? Now? I put it. I put it in the hamper for the the maids to wash. <laughs> I roll like a heel check to see if I notice why she's itching. Yeah, go ahead and roll a heel check. Like basically, as, as you guys meet up, you notice that she's still kind of kind of itching. Why are you itching like that? Um, can I go ahead and look since she said she's itchy? Um, Kanina's going to kind of go over and like take a look at her hair and stuff. Can you see if there's like, you know, soap in my hair? Okay. I think I need to like go rinse it again. Let me take a look. <laughs> go ahead and uh, roll a, a medicine check. 17. You, you'd probably notice that, that there's a, a few fleas. Go ahead and roll a constitution saving throw. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, the fleas. <laughs> 16. You notice that she's got fleas and like back away 
and you, you think that you've avoided having to deal with this problem yourself, but you can tell her what her problem is. Did you see any, like, soap in there? This is why I don't shower that often. Um, I, I hate to tell you, tell you this, but, what? uh, you kind of have some little tiny insects living with you. What? <laughs> And she, like, scratches her head even more. Don't, don't do that. I Rim think you'll aggravate this, them. he'll just be like, that's disgusting. And he'll put his hand on her and do lay on hands and remove her. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Ram. Don't touch him. Didn't you just cure me? They just, they vaporize in, in radiant healing. So you have, like, this white smoke that smells really What'd bad. What'd you do? I feel so much better. And, uh, yeah, I'll kind of take a look at your hair. Is like, is it better now? Yeah, so, <laughs> so I'm going to say, you know, go ahead and shower more off. Okay, I guess it wasn't a soap problem. I, I guess not. No, it, it was a soap problem, but not a too much soap problem. It's not enough soap problem. You know, I wonder if it was the the blanket that I grabbed, because I wasn't itchy till I had that. Yeah, let's let's not pick up goblin things either. That's in my room. Oh. Okay, Nixie, I'm going to need you to go to her room and just burn it. <laughs> Nina. Sorry, Nina, you have to go to her room and just burn it. <laughs> Okay. Well, I think I think the guild might be upset if we do that. They might be upset if we don't. Maybe we should just so am I burning it or not burning it? We're not burning Kanina's it. Like I think four steps away, just like. How do we deal with? What if there's fleas now in my room? Kanina inches you forward to pay a cleric to go cleanse it. Okay, we need to find a cleric to cleanse my room. You're in the guild. There's clerics everywhere. Go over to that table. Over you guys there. are like in the front hall. You'd have like okay. the like front desk. I'm gonna go up to the front desk. Uh, may I help you? Yeah. So, I think I might have brought fleas home. Oh God! Just stay, stay back. Is it? Po- I I'm no. Fleas. I'm clean. Rem, Rem cured me, but I'm worried about my room and sure? going back in there. Yeah. Do you trust him? Yeah. And. I'm worried about my room and going back in there. Do you share a room? No, I don't share a room. Okay, well, that's good that you're, you're patient zero and we can end, end with it there. Yeah, there's a rag in the laundry bin and I would probably burn it. I will arrange someone to go take care of your room. Which number is it? And she jots down whatever number you tell her is the right number. After letting them know, she goes back to... The group. So, shopping? Shopping, and we should um, maybe see someone about finding a boat, setting up passage, and not just walking down to the docks and expecting to walk on a boat. I think the guild was setting up passage for I think us. Were they? Talk to them. Yeah, because they said they wanted, they had something for us when we left, like either a mission or information. So. Well, I remember they told us to tell them, you know, where we wanted to go and then that they'd help arrange stuff. So, so yeah, you guys would be going to find some some shops. You guys are really close to a like little craftsman's area that's been set up. It's got a uh, woodworker, a leather worker, a clothier and a blacksmith. You've also got a alchemist shop not too far away and a general store just a little bit down the road. All right. I need to go to an alchemist shop. And Me too. Yeah, and then I have a, I have this whip that I would like to sell off. It's, it's kind of bulky. I don't think I can use it very well. That's a whip? I thought it was your tail. I, I, I don't have a tail, Ram. Well, I understand He's that He's not now. very observant. <laughs> He's always grouchy about his 
own problems. My what? Nothing. I wasn't talking to you, it was girl talk. Um, so Nixie, what would you like to go to first? Um, well, I've got these. She, like, pulls out the handful. <laughs> that <laughs> no one has seen before, ever. Where'd you get those? I found them. Wow, shiny. <laughs> yeah, can't do much with them like this, though, so she'll probably find somewhere where I could get some money for them. She puts them back in her pocket. <laughs> Rune would probably head to the apothecary, sell off his uh, potion of poison resistance. Are you not staying with the group, or is he just going to go off on his own? I think we're going to the apothecary first. Oh. I'll look at right, because alchemists are... Yeah. Is that the same thing? Yeah. Oh. Well, it looks like we're going to head to the uh, alchemist shop first. So is the party going to walk into the alchemist's place then? Yes. So as you all walk in... What do we What do we see as I look around? There is a small gnome woman behind the counter, standing on what you would imagine is a platform, judging by how how tall she is behind the counter for obviously a gnome. Around you see some random bottles. There's a bunch of herbs, both dried herbs, live herbs, like herb seeds. You could even buy some like live herb sprouts of your own if you would like. There are a few scrolls tucked in the shelves behind her. There's some parchment and quill in an area over on the side with some ink few alchemical components and things that, that would go into your spell pouches. Hello, can I help you? Yes, I have a potion here I'd like to sell. You do? You? Me? Me what? You Didn't you say to who? No, no, you do. Oh, yes. Well, what is it? It's a potion of poison resist. And what do you want for it? What's it worth? I can tell you what I would, uh, I would buy it for about 15 gold. All right. Oh, that was easy. <laughs> she fishes into a little, little coin box next to the counter and pulls out 15 gold pieces and sets it on the table. Now, wait, before, before I give you this, I'm going to test it real quick. Are you okay with that? Sure. Okay. Ram, go ahead and uh, roll perception. The, with that, you just see her hop down from the counter and hear, hear some motioning behind the counter. Would you try and peer over as she's digging around back there? Yeah, she's still waiting on my money. Okay, then you see her like she hops down, uncorks the ball, just di- dips her pinky in it and tastes it. Comes back up. This is indeed a potion of, uh, of poison resist. Yep. Uh, here's your 15 gold. And she hands you a handful of gold. It is, in fact, 15 gold pieces. All right. Uh, hi there. I, I would like to buy a uh, small healing potion, please. A small healing potion? Yes, please. That'll be uh, 30 gold pieces. 30 gold? Uh, For you today, yes. Perfect. All right, then. <laughs> Works up for money. And she grabs a small uh, small vial filled with a, a red kind of semi-transparent, semi-glossy liquid. Do you do any uh, discount for multi healing Unfortunately, potions? I can't do that for you because the more that I make, the longer it takes. I'd like to get a couple healing potions as well. Define a couple as a couple two, as a couple three, as a couple four. A couple would two, like a few would be three. And some is four. So you want three? A couple would be two. So just say two then. 
I'd like to get a couple healing potions, please. Okay. She grabs three healing potions. That'll be 90 gold. I give 60 gold. I'd like a couple. So you'd like two? Yes. Okay. Here's two. Thank you. She hands you two healing <laughs> potions, takes the 60 gold. Do you have anything of like arcane focus type thing in this shop? An arcane focus? I always thought that was something more that the wizards decided for themselves what they were going to focus their magic through. Yeah. I mean, I've got some I'm interesting like some... interesting implements that you might want to choose to focus your spells through. Yeah, what do you have? Well, if you look over here, I've got some wands. And if you look over here, I've got some orbs. And if you look over there, some there's, a, there's only a couple, but some people actually like to channel through a dagger. I don't hold it against them, but I keep a couple in stock just in case. And I've got a couple dried newts over here. Lizard folk really like to use those. Uh, I think it reminds them of their people. How much is the dagger and then how much is the orb? Anything you choose to be a spell focus, I can sell you for about 25 gold. Uh, wonder if I could just buy a dagger and then sell my other one. I you might be able daggers. to actually go to like the mages guild and get something from them. You think? Okay, maybe I'll do that then. I'm sure they probably have something in, like on hand for people to channel their stuff. You know, you could probably talk to someone at least get a better deal. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll be saying this in whispers because we're we're both mages now. Yeah, we're just I'm discussing with Nina yeah. about the best well, you go ahead and way to go about check. this. Nineteen. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So I'm really quiet, but she's not so. <laughs> Kenina has no volume control. <laughs> she rolled a five. <laughs> so I think we should go to the You know, on second thought, I think I'm going to um, wait and see about some other places and then maybe come back if I need to. Well, Sushi's all about the best prices in town. All right. Would Kenina know anything about the Mages Guild and if they actually do provide that service? I mean, you, you guys are all part of the guilds. Yes. Yes, you would. Well, do they? <laughs> is my question to you. Do they? They may not. They may not directly provide it, but they may have a handle on how a fledgling magic user may go about choosing their spell focus. Because right now she has her just her holy symbol, and that's what she feels like she's been able to cast things because her god's been enabling her to do that. But she just feels like with this new power, she needs to have something more. So what does uh, Nixie do after this kind of failed dealing? She's going to ask if the shop owner has anything fun. Fun in what way? Like potions that do interesting things or, you know, tricks or something like that. Do you have anything in mind? Not your run-of-the-mill potion or anything, but... Well, I've got this one and she jumps off the jumps off, <laughs> climbs up the climbs up a ladder behind the bench and grabs a potion out of one of the cabinets and climbs in. Well, I've got this one. Mm-hmm. And she holds in front of you a very small vial and at the the bottom of it, there's a layer of like real dark stone gray and like swirling above it is a brown liquid with like kind of a silver sparkle to it. Mm-hmm. What does it do? Well, if I made it right, what it'll do is it'll turn your skin to stone. A potion of stone skin. If I did it right, <laughs> maybe. How much? 50 gold. How much would these be worth? Oh, are you looking to make just a trade? 
Sure. Well? They're not much good to me in this form. She grabs one of the gems out of your hand and pulls out a small loop and looks at it. I can give you 50. So, trade for the potion? Yes. Cool. Pleasure doing business with you. I do have a question before I leave. When you're done. We're done. Remember to mark off that gem that you just traded. Gems. Oh, no, that was one. That was just for one of them? Yep. Is there anything any of the rest of you would like to do? I was. I had a question. Do you know? Sure. Do you know where I might find a um, quarterstaff that could possibly have the arcane focus attached to it? Well, first I will say, I don't use magic, so I don't know much about the whole arcane focus process. I just know that these are common things that wizards will choose to use as an arcane focus. As far as a quarterstaff, I would probably go to the woodworker. He's down the road that way about 300 feet. Yeah, I was going to do that. I just wanted to double check before traveling there. I mean, it's only a short walk. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Ready to go, guys? Would anyone else like to buy anything? Uh, No, I think we're good here. Thank you very much. You're welcome very much. Did I do anything for her? I bought something from you. Just always that polite. You, she bought a potion from you. So, thank you for buying a potion from me. Thank you for having a potion for me. That's what I do. It's my job. I appreciate it. We're going to be going on a adventure out to sea. Would there be anything Ooh, you might suggest fun. that we take with us? A life jacket? <laughs> <laughs> I've got some potions of water breathing if you'd like to buy some. How much are those? A hundred gold each. Ah! Holy crap! I think I'll take my chances. <laughs> would anyone like to roll insight? Yes. 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 Which one would like to roll insight? I guess because I I'm asking yet. the question. <laughs> okay. 15. You get the feeling that it probably wasn't 100 gold before you told her what you were doing. Oh. Uh, Gosh dang. <laughs> she jacked up the price. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure our potions of healing didn't really cost 30 gold elsewhere, too. So just the potion of water breathing, that's all nothing else fun. Well, you did say that you're going on an adventure, so maybe a couple more potions of healing unless you have a good stock of them already. Well, I can heal. Well, then it sounds like that's not a problem for you. And he can heal. I can just only heal so many times per day before I get super tired. And that's what the potions are for. Exactly. Um, I I guess I'll actually go ahead and buy one more small healing potion. Okay, that'll be another 30 gold. Okie doke. Can I do anything else for you, Flat? I think that I'm... Because it seems like every time I ask this, I manage to sell some more. (laughs) I think we're good unless you can come up with something else I might want to buy. I mean, you might want to buy a lot of things. I know. Can you come up with something good? A potion of water breathing? Nah, we already talked about that. How about a potion of water walking? Water walking? Why would I need to walk on the water? I don't know. In case you fall off the boat. I hope that doesn't happen. (laughs) Well, how much is that one? 75 gold. Huh. Mm. Uh, I, th- I think we're good here. All right, next door? Yeah. All right, let's take this party elsewhere. All right, bye-bye. Have bye. A good, have a good day. Thanks for your money. We're going to the next place, Rem. All right. He's just been wandering around the store. That's why he sounded far away. This building's very small. Like, you, you probably weren't more than 15 feet away from him. He was staring at petrified newts. <laughs> <laughs> so where should we go next? I need to go to the woodworker and somewhere to get a cloak. 
No. What's the closest to us then? Like, there's a whole craftsman's area, like, right behind the guild hall. All right, let's go over to the craftsman's area. All right. Walking along, singing a song. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so she's going to go to the woodworking. So you go to the woodworker shop. Um, I go up to the... Hey, I was looking about getting a quarterstaff. Oh, what kind of quarterstaff are you after? An arcane quarterstaff. I'm not a magic user. I, I think she wants something that she can um, use to enhance her abilities. So something that would be a good base for that would be really cool. I can give you a staff used for walking. I can give you a staff used for striking. Oh, you should go with the striking one. Then you can use it as a weapon, too. So something you can focus your abilities with and also smack someone in the face with. I can give you a staff with a string attached to both ends that allows you to fire an arrow. Like a bow? <laughs> yes, I just described for you a bow. But you when you take the me. string off, it's like a staff. No. I'll take the striking. Oh, can you can you like make it so that it has like a, a hollow in the top so we can put like a magical item in it? Something for her arcane focus? Yes. I can customize it for a small fee. That would be perfect. Well, why don't you pick one out? She picks out her favorite one. <laughs> oh, interesting choice. How much would After this cost? After the customization, how does five points out? That sounds perfect. So she hands him... Wait, do I pay you now or do I pay you when you're done? I think I'm going to pay you when you're done. How long will this take? About three seconds. Oh, and she puts it on the counter with five gold. He quickly, like, chucks it into a lathe that's ran by a foot pedal, kind of like a, uh, a wool spinner. And he gets it ramped up a little bit. He takes a little tool, places it into the end, and carves a notch a couple, couple inches into the wood. Perfect. Hands it back to you and uh, holds out a hand for the money. I had already put it on the counter, so you just scoot it towards him. If there is a counter. He takes the money from you. I, like, show it to Nina. You think this looks good? Uh, Nina will kind of inspect it. Does it look like it'll hold something really well? Like, will it... Can we, like, make sure that it actually does what we want it to do? I mean, it might take a little effort to get something into it because you basically just told him make somewhere to put something and he has no idea what you're going to try and jam into it. He's got, like, just a hole board into it that you might have to do a little bit more work to get something held in there, but he's not really working with any anything that he can make a shape that it'll lock into. Well, um, Ariel, what kind of thing do you want to put in the top here? There's all sorts of arcane focuses. If Like what? Um, well, you can use, like, things like a crystal. You can use, like, that one uh, uh, alchemist uh, woman said, uh, Gizgig. She said you can use, like, a dagger. You can attach something sharp and pointy to the end. Or you can do something really pretty and ornate. So what kind of thing are you going for? You want something practical, something flashy? Um, I don't know. Maybe I would know if I saw it. Yeah, I guess we can always come back here, but uh, we do want to probably head out, so uh, keep your eyes out while we're shopping, and then if you see something, we might come back and ask them to make some more adjustments. I kind of liked the orbs that were at the other place. 
Do you think I should just go back there and get one, or do you think I should wait and get it at the guild? Uh, yeah, I, I think we should check with the guild first. I think they might be able to set you up with a slightly better deal. <laughs> okay, so if I can't manage to get my an orb or something in this, do you think I could bring it back and have you fix it? Plop it in for me? Might be a small fee to do the work for you. Is it going to be another five gold? Maybe, maybe not. It all depends on the level of effort you'd like me to put into it. Okay. Well, we'll just keep that in mind, I guess. Next stop. Um, I would like to go to a place that would buy my whip and ears and stuff. So. To the armory! So you go to probably the blacksmith? So, um, guys, let's go over to the uh, blacksmith. I have a couple weapons I want to sell off that I won't need. Okay. Hello! I would like to sell some things. Oh, you'd like to sell some things to me, would ya? Yeah! Well, what'll it be? So I have a couple things here. We just got back from a super long journey. It was really neat. You should ask Nixie about it. She did a really cool epic about all of the things we did. But yeah, these are some of the things we brought back with us. And she'll kind of bring out her whip and uh, one of the spears that she has. Put it on the counter. Where did the spear come from? Like where I got it? Yeah. Okay, um, one sec. Um, we have some... Spears from the kobolds from Doyton's cult. <laughs> the man behind the counter looks down at the spear and goes, Why would I buy this from you? Because it's a weapon. And you buy weapons here. I'll give you a three copper for it. That that That's it? Surely melting down the metal would be more than three copper. Surely melting down the metal will taint whatever metal I'm already working with. He picks it up and kind of twirls in his hand. This has got to be some of the worst worksmanship I've ever seen. I hope you didn't spend good money on this. Whoever did it is less than an amateur. No, no, like like I said, we brought it back with us from our adventuring, so... It has story behind it. Yeah, story. I've, I've learned that story doesn't really sell weapons. But if you'd like, pitch to me. What's the story behind this piece of garbage? <clears throat> so... <laughs> Here we go. Nixie pulls out her fiddle and starts singing the epic song. <laughs> so we mighty adventurers set out from the guild to save the town. <laughs> we were given a quest to find some clues about this mysterious uh, attack that happened the other night. I'm sure you heard about it. <laughs> Nope, no clue. <laughs> what no do you... idea what you're talking about. Uh, I, y you know when the uh, the, the bells the went off on the city. Oh, you're saying that you were part of that? Yeah, yes, yes, we were part of that, and uh, we were given a mission by the guild, the Adventurers Guild, to go out and uh, find out who caused the attack and to solve the issue with it. And what mighty beast did this slay? This was a mighty kobold. He was a fearsome beast took several chunks out of some of our comrades and it took quite a fight to get him down and this uh this one member of our group uh gimbal he pulled out some knives and he was just like -ch -ch -ch. and then she'll kind of demonstrate just like with nothing in her hands just like <laughs> whatever motion she thinks he did and uh and she slashed in the ribbons and thus we are able to defeat him but then several more came out with more spears and more more attacks but but then this one really big guy with this one really big spear, this spear that you're holding in your hands, <laughs> he came at us and 
Yeah, it, it was an intense fight. <laughs> so what you're telling me is this spear slayed humans. It didn't kill Quite anybody. Quite a few humans. So it hasn't killed anybody. It damaged several party members who were on the brink of death, but we managed to save them. So I can sell this with the story of the mighty human slaying spear held once by a kobold leader. Yes. Unfortunately, I don't think that story's going to work well in this part. Looks around. Human, 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 human. I don't think these people are gonna wanna buy a human slaying spear. Well, there were some dwarves and uh, half elves on our group too. <laughs> okay, so it is just. It's a mighty spear that attacks. Mighty kobold spear. Slayer of the races of men, killer of mortal beings. It's mighty. It might be an interesting novelty from an item that from a great villain. And then if this is like the thing that we brought back. It, it, what, okay, the, what if I'll give you five silver for it? I think that sounds really good. I will give you five silver simply for the fact that I am amused by the story you have told. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Goblin and kobolds, their weapons aren't that great. I know. <laughs> okay, so uh, what about this whip here? This one is a similar story to it, but this was of a different type. This was uh, wielded by... Uh, I'll give you a silver piece so that I can sell it to the stable master. I think you should just go sell it to the stable master. Okay. <laughs> She'll say not too quietly. <laughs> um... Well, th thank you for buying the spear. I, I guess I'll uh, I'll hold on to the whip for now and see what I can do. <laughs> Suit yourself. Would anyone like to buy anything? I've got this mighty spear once wielded by a giant kobold that has killed many men. Ten gold. Would anyone like to buy this amazing spear? Slayer of man could be used to take over this very city. Rem, were you needing anything here before we leave? Nope. All right, let's go. You with the hulking mass, would you like to buy this spear? Nope. Slayer of men, once wielded <laughs> by a great kobold leader. I think you're gonna need to find a different way to describe it. <laughs> to be able to sell it. Technically, he's building off of Kanita's pitiful story, so, you know. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll make Sold our way Sold to me by a great demon. <laughs> <laughs> he's calling you a demon, Nina. <laughs> you should burn his shop. <laughs> Did you see this out loud in a shop? <laughs> As we're walking out. Kenny <laughs> um, will just kind of <laughs> just be like, well, uh, have a good day. And I, I'm not a demon. <laughs> yeah, okay. And she'll kind of walk away. To a place that sells a cloak? Yeah, Um. so either the place that sells a cloak or the stable master. It's one or of the, the closest. Yeah, next one on the way. Cloak. We're going to like the tailor or something? Sure. Okay. So we go to the tailor. Hello. Hi. I'm looking for a hooded cloak. In what color? Uh, how about like a dark blue? Can you do a dark blue? I can. She walks over to a wall and it's, it's literally a wall that's got a hanger full of 
cloaks on it. How does this one look? And it's like a dark midnight blue, almost black. It's got a slight shimmer to it. May I try it on? I don't see why not. And she hands it out to you, taking the little hanging off of it. She tries it on and how far does the hood? That's the main thing she wants to know is like how the hood fits. This one's got a pretty close fitting hood. Like think of those sweatshirts that are kind of shitty, like company sweatshirts that fit a little tight. I think this is a little bit smaller than what I'd like. I'm hoping for something with a deep hood. I see. I could modify this one. I could stitch a new hood to it. I think I've still got some of the material left. Or if you'd like to just walk out with one now. She starts shifting through the cloaks again, pulls out a couple, puts them back. She's kind of shaking her head. And she finally pulls out one. It's it's not the same blue. It's more of a navy blue, quite a bit lighter. It doesn't have that same kind of like gloss to it. But you can tell as she takes it down and hands it to you that it has a much deeper hood to it. I'd like to try that one on. And she's handing it to you. Okay, and she puts it on and puts the hood up. Does it go pretty far? At, like? Oh, this one's got like a large billowing hood. Like you could cram a watermelon into this hood. How much would this one be? She looks like she's looking at it on you. I think I can part with this one for about, how does three gold sound? It's not some of my best materials, but I think it looks fine on you. Thank you. Um, sure. Three gold, gold is good. And she reaches in and gives her three gold, leaves it on. What do you guys think? That looks really good on you. You like this color? Yeah. It's not exactly the blue I was thinking, but I think it'll work. I like the hood. Very mysterious. Yeah. It's mostly to cover my eyes when they glow. Well, let me see. Put the hood up and let me take a look. And she if makes her eyes like, glow. I can make a hood like that for this cloak, but it's going to run you a bit more for the custom job. How long would it take, though? Because I think we're going to be leaving pretty soon. It'd take a couple days, but yeah, I probably... if you're returning, I could have it ready for you when you get back. If not, I can always sell it to someone else. I'm sure someone would like to buy it. I don't want to put you out, and I don't know when we're going to be returning. So I'll just go with this for now, and then if we come back and we plan to stay a while, I'll come see you. All right. You know, kind of peer into her hood to see and she's how... she's making her eyes glow. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing that as like a deep hood, you're, you're probably slightly, you know, dimmed. You know? I was going to say, there's the, if, if you're... Eyes are glowing. There's probably a little bit of a glow coming. Is there from a little bit the of hood. light coming? Well, I mean, like just out of the opening of the hood. Well, you can see your glowiness a bit, but it's it's pretty covered by the hood. You just have to pull your hood a little bit lower. And she kind of okay. tugs down the hood a little tiny bit so you're covering your eyes. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> all right, guys. I think I'm all good. So whenever you guys are ready, besides getting the arcane focus yeah. from the guild. Uh, yep. I just have to visit the stable master real quick, and I'm all done. To the stable master. Go to the stable masters. And you know, as she kind of walks in and just be like, Hi there. Hello. Hi there. Uh, I have this uh, whip here that I'd like to sell. I've heard that you might be interested in buying something like this. Well, I'm not really in the market for it, but I mean, I could always use a backup. What are you trying to get for it? Uh, would, how does three silver sound? Okay. Okay, sounds good. Oh, she'll hand it over. Pulls out a couple silver pieces, hands you three silver and takes the whip. Okay. How's you doing business with you? Yeah, thank you very much. Have a good day. And we leave. 
Did we have more shops to go before we go back to the guild? Um, no, um, I think we were just going to keep an eye out to see if you saw anything that you really liked as an arcane focus, but otherwise we're going back. Rem, did you have anywhere else to go? Nope. All right, Ariel's going to go back. Nina, do I go to the Mages Guild? Yeah, you're one of us now, so let's go. I, I, I know some people. So she's going to go with Nina to the Mages Guild. I'll take her to whoever I know to be uh, kind of the best person about this. If Beery, um, Mistress Beery is around, then I'll kind of go to her. Otherwise, I'll go to whoever next would know the most about this and what to choose and how to pick and where to find something that would be good. I should probably, I don't even know if I've joined the Mages Guild at this point. It's its all the same guild hall. It's really just where you're focusing your studies. So would you have to like do something to change your focus of studies or? There would be a official like process change, but Ariel wouldn't necessarily be leaving, like leaving the clergy as her main branch mm-hmm. either because she is still a divine focused sorcerer. She might just start taking up more knowledge in the arcane school as well. Okay. So probably should talk to Beery about that anyways, right? So yeah, we'll look for uh, Beery first. Well, you guys were supposed to go see them to let them know that you were ready to leave. You could try and roll the two conversations into one. Otherwise, it might be better to find someone else because the the guild masters have other things important to do. <laughs> things to be worrying about that they don't just allow you guys to come in and out on our like just, just whenever. It's just like, hey, I feel like yeah, I just feel like having a chat. Arcane focuses. It was mostly if we saw her like on the way to her from something, but yeah. Um. Okay. Well. Oh no, they're they're busy. You guys gave them quite the project to work on yesterday. Okay. Well. Um. So knowing that they're doing intense research, then I guess we'll try to find someone else first. Unless as we're walking in, we kind of know that we're gonna try to find her in an arcane focus. So unless anybody else wants to kind of just. Hit the road and tell the guild masters we're ready to pull on out. Rim's gonna go to his room and start packing. Um, if they don't have something for me, if they, they say that I have to go buy it, then I won't be ready. I, I'll need like five minutes or whatever to go buy it real quick. Oh yeah, that's no problem. Well, I'll run back with you and we'll just buy something real quick, and then you'll have something at least. Nixie, are we like getting on the boat soon? That yeah. all depends on you guys. Well, we uh, we still have to let them know that we're pretty much ready, and then that depends on the like, arrangements Rem, they make. Rem's going to his room. Ariel and Kanina are trying to find probably one of the, the teachers in the mages wing of the guild. Are you going to stick with them, go to your room, go back to the mess hall, go to the bar? She's going to go to her room. Okay. So, Ariel and Kanina... You guys make your way over to like, Kanina has has studied through the mages before and would, would know of a teacher, a very old elf woman. You uh, you know her as a uh, mistress Galanadel. She is a 250 year old elf woman. Yeah, we'll go find her and. So you walk into her office and she's busy at work. You see she has a book propped up on the edge of her desk and she's got a long roll of parchment and she's just quickly scribing into it. And she looks up. Oh, hello, Kanina. Oh, hi there. What can I do you for right now? Uh, so here, my buddy, uh, this is Ariel. Say hi, Ariel. Hi. <laughs> hello, Ariel. It's hood back a little bit. <laughs> it's nice to meet you, formally at least. Yeah, so she recently uh, discovered that she has some magic abilities more so than when we went out on our adventure. So 
I would like to help her uh, discover an arcane focus that she could use and help hone her abilities. I see. Kanina, do you remember how you got your focus? I understand it's been a long time for you, having discovered your talents at such a young age. Yeah, I remember I kind of just, uh, I have this, uh, this piece of obsidian I usually keep with me, and this kind of just helps focus in and lets me hear, like, hear my magic. And though it may have been a long time that Kanina's had hers, she does remember a bit of it as the right track. Your arcane focus isn't really something that is given to you, but it's something that speaks to you, something that you just feel you can use to control your magic. What type of magic have you found yourself skilled in? Um, well, I've been able to put, like, this magical armor on. Um, the things I can do is heal people. But I can also cast some things that aren't really necessarily healing for more. So would you say that the healing of others kind of speaks to you? Where does that come from for you? Uh, what happened was I was praying and holding my my cross necklace here. And then I I got knocked out. And when I woke, I was able... I had different skills. I understand. Does your cross call out to you? Well, I used to... uh, When I prayed, I I held it. Yeah, I remember you said, like, uh, your god talks to you, right? Is that something that you hear, like, from... Does this, like, help you hear better, then? I guess. We've been so, like, busy (laughs) and, and... fighting, I haven't really focused on what was really happening. Well, if it's something important to you, like how my piece is important to me, then perhaps that's actually your arcane focus. You don't you don't actually have to find something else. If that's something that calls to you, then that'll probably work. And as you guys are talking, Mistress Glanadel just kind of leans back in her chair and crosses her fingers and kind of slowly nods listening to your guys' conversation. So you think it was this cross the whole time that was helping me? Uh, probably. Uh, so, uh, Mistress Glanadella, uh, you, you kind of talked to me about how my piece spoke to me. Do you think this is the same with her? I think especially given her inclination towards divine magic cast through the arcane channels, that her closeness to her god is what has allowed her to branch out into this kind of magic. How silly, and I almost bought something <laughs> for how much was <laughs> Quite a bit of money, but uh, yeah. I'm glad we saved you a trip by going and talking to people who know their stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm glad that I could help you figure out what you were struggling with. Is there anything else I can do for the two of you? Uh, I think that was, no, I think that was enough. That was, uh, you're a great help. That was really good guidance. Thank you very much. Yeah, you answered a lot of questions. Only I didn't. You guys found the answer for yourselves. (laughs) I guess, yeah. I just helped guide you in the right direction. I guess that's what great teachers do. (laughs) She's being cheesy because she's (laughs) very socially awkward. She nods and kind of bows at the two of you. So should we go find the others and see if we're all ready to meet up with the guild leaders? Yeah, I think we've taken care of everything. Well, uh, thank you, Mistress Granadelle. Have a good day. Ram, what are you up to? He's packing.
packed his bag and now he's waiting in the like the front room to see people. So he's just like he's just sitting there with a bag at his feet, soldiers packed. Just packed up and ready to go, grab everything that you felt was important out of your out of your room. And he's got like a few changes of clothes, his armor, his weapons, some food, and all that kind of stuff. And then he's just kinda of waiting in the front hall till he sees everybody so he can grab them up and be like, Alright, let's go talk to the Nixie, you had gone up to your room. Mm-hmm. What is it that you do? What time is it? Uh, after all of the walking around and doing stuff, it'd probably be three or four in the afternoon. Yep, about when all the bards wake up. <laughs> so Ariel and I uh, finished our stuff. We'll kind of start heading back to our rooms, you know, and just, um, we'll decide to start packing up. Well, Nixie, while everyone else is dealing with their thing, what are you doing after you go to your room? So Nixie goes up to her room and sits on her bed for a minute and is just very deep in thought and she grabs a piece of parchment and writes a quick note grabs all of her things drops the note in Kanina's room and just walks out out of the guild fairly briskly because she doesn't want to get caught by anybody you know asking what she's doing or anything I mean you guys were already in and out of the guild already today no one would really raise any questions as they see you leave because that's what you guys do as part of the Guild of Adventurers. Do so you make your way out of the Guild Hall? Yep. And where do you head from there? To the road out of town. So you're going to stay in the valley? I'm not getting on a boat, if that's what you mean. You could maybe try and find a room at a tavern not quite so close, or if you, if you want, you can venture off back to... She's hitching a ride, heading out of town. In the back of a wagon. All right. You and I can can talk about where Nixie has decided to go in the future. So uh, Ariel and Kanina, uh, Rem has walked out into the front hall. He's got his pack set down in front of him. Okay, so we're leaving um, down from the Mages Guild. We go into the hall and see Rem? Yeah, like in the main hall. I'll be like, oh, hey, Rem. Wow, you're, you're all packed up, aren't you? <laughs> Yes. Uh, okay, um, well, we finished what we needed to do. We got uh, Ariel her arcane focus, but she had all along. I had the whole time. Imagine that. <laughs> You're so grumpy. Why can't you be happy sometimes? He's totally happy. He's smiling on the inside. Yes, look at me. I'm a big ball of sunshine. Oh, uh, well, we got her, uh, we got her all her figured out with their magic, and, uh, we just need to pack up our things real quick, and we'll be right down. Let me yeah. go grab Nixie, and I'll we'll... meet you guys back down here. Okay, we'll see you soon. Make it quick. Okay. And she hops in. <laughs> go to our rooms. He's actually gonna walk over to the front desk lady and tell her, hey, as soon as my traveling companions get back, we're gonna need to talk to the big head honchos in charge. All right, I'll go and let them know that, uh, who, who are you again? I'm Rim. I'll let them know that Ram and his traveling companions They know are, who we are. Are Just let them know we seeking we're seeking a meeting. We're gonna be heading out soon and they wanted to talk. I'll go and I'll go and let them know. Alright, you do that. You may have a seat. Op two. Let's get this done. Ariel. Yes. You open the door to your room. It is spotless. Your stuff is largely still there. That that hamper that you had thrown the flea rag in, mm-hmm. gone. No idea where <laughs> it is. No idea where anything else that was in it is, but the rest of your stuff is like pristinely put away. I still have stuff. Yeah, your backpack <laughs> is still there and everything. 
if you could somehow feel magic, you would feel that something magical happened while you were gone. All right, I'm going to smile real big and go in and pack my stuff up. All right, and Kanina, would, would your door have been locked? I imagine it wouldn't be after someone left but a note would in it, there. would it have been? Yeah, it, it would have been locked. Nixie, would you have spent the time to lock her door after you left too? Yes. Okay. Because a good lock pick always covers their tracks. So you go into your room and are kind of surprised to find a piece of parchment laid in the middle of your bed. I don't remember this being there. So we go over and pick it up, open it up. So it says, my dearest companions, I'm off to share the story of our adventure. Wish me luck. May we meet again. Art Nixie. So Kanina's just going to kind of stare at this for a second, fold it back up, unfold it again, just do like a double take. <laughs> she'll kind of look for anything else on it and she'll just be like, what? N- Nixie? N- Nixie? And she's going to go run out of her door just screaming Nixie all the way. N- Nixie? Nixie! <laughs> Nixie, where are you? Did you drop the letter or did you keep it with, it with me? It's, it's in my hand. <laughs> Okay, Ariel, you're going to hear Kanina running down the hallway, just yelling Nixie. Like there's something wrong. So I'm going to run out there. What's wrong, Nina? As soon as she sees you, she's just going to like collide into you like, Ariel, look at this. Look at this letter. Look. She'll just kind of wave it in your face like too close for you to read. Whoa. Whoa. And I grab the letter and like hold it a little bit further away. At this point, Nina's kind of like almost hyperventilating, like. <laughs> wait, wait, she's leaving us? Just, just, we have to find her. She can't have gotten far. I mean, she's she's going to share our story, but she's she's not part of the story anymore. We have to go. Is she in her room? Maybe she's still there waiting. I was just going to go check. So, running to her room, uh, I'm going to grab Ariel's arm and drag her with me <laughs> as I go run to the room. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not as fast. So, you guys run. Well, I guess Kanina runs. Ariel is dragged <laughs> yeah. to Nixie's room. You open the door. There's stuff in there, but none of Nixie's personal belongings appear to still be in the room. So, she's Nina's going to kind of dive in there, and she'll kind of let Ariel go by the doorway, and she'll just be like, Looking everywhere, looking at all of her stuff, looking under the bed, looking just like out the window. <laughs> Roll perception. Ten. Ten. Uh, on the writing desk, you see an open bottle of ink and a quill just laid on the desk. Yeah, um, I'll kind of take a look at it and I'll see like if it looks like it's been recently used, if it's like the same shade of ink, that kind of thing. <laughs> well, I, I write all the time, so I might know how old the ink or how long the ink on the brush might have been. If you guys pick up the the ink on the quill is still fairly damp. It's kind of tacky. The quill's still kind of wet. She couldn't have gotten far. Well, we we have to go see her. We have to at least say goodbye before she leaves. She just, she just up and vanished. All right, let's go find her. Ariel's gonna grab Nina at that second and pull her out. Of the room and okay, let's go then. Yeah, so and so we'll kind of uh, I'll still be holding Nina'll still be holding the the paper and then we'll kind of leave and Nina's not gonna even bother closing the door. She's just gonna kind of bolt Rush out of there. out the room and yeah. head downstairs, mm-hmm. go yeah. searching. She'll see Rem and she'll kind of just start charging at 
and just being like, Ram, Ram, look at this. Oh God. Nina just pretty much bolts at him like she did with Ariel and just tries to run smack dab into him. Ram, look at this. And she'll just kind of hold it in front of your face like she did with Ariel. You like lean back a little bit, kind of glance at it and be like, well, I guess she's smarter than us. <laughs> she's slow. That's her right. It's her prerogative. She doesn't want to keep going. Can't blame her. But we, we didn't even get to say goodbye. That is her goodbye. But it's, it's so informal. <laughs> Perhaps she felt that would be easier for you. But, but, A clean break. And I'm not going to hear her to perform again. Or, well, or, all you can hope for is that maybe this small story she has will, will be told again and again. And you can hear from her that way. But, like at this point, Kanina's kind of calmed down somewhat, but she has like tears running out of her eyes. Deep breath. We got to go talk to people. But, but Nixie. He's just going to like grab her Ariel. by like the back of the collar and start walking towards the desk. You go to the front desk. What do you uh, do at the front desk? Um, She asks if she's seen and she describes Nixie. Um, If she's seen her today or pass by and leave. I saw her earlier today. She was with all of you. Yeah, and we went shopping and then... I thought you guys all came back. We came back. You didn't see her leave again? No. Nina's just going to kind of shove the note over and I was like, but she left this note. She she left again (laughs) without us. Rose is going to grab her arm and like pull it down. Be like, can we talk to the... unfortunate. To the Um, guild masters now? Yes. She opens the door to let you guys into the back room. And I think we are going to call it a night there. We will start again in a couple weeks with you guys meeting with the guild masters. Give uh, Nixie, Nixie time to roll a new character. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to our first episode of the Aurelian Epic. We really hope you enjoy this new story we have planned for you. Caitlin will be returning with a new character in the future. With this change in storyline, we'd really love to hear from you guys. You can email us at feedback at adventuresinarelia.com or reach out to us on Twitter under the Twitter handle AreliaPod. <laughs>